Best bets. Uh, second episode of this week. Uh, like I said, long layoff, but we're back with some new shows um, tonight. Excited about this one. It's a little bit different uh, episode than we've had before. Uh, Zach Fitzgerald is here. We're going to discuss the state of quarterback play in the NFL this season. Um, we got uh, a top ten list to compare of quarterbacks we picked for one single game, um, and and just kind of go through the list of guys that we maybe have been impressed by and disappointed by this season. Um, Zach, as we've talked about before, we talk about a lot about golf when you're on, but uh, you've told me all along NFL is your game. So uh, let's bring it tonight. You ready? I am. I, I'm excited to be back. I think we were talking and it's been somewhere between three and four months, which is, is kind of hard to believe that time's flying that fast. But uh, yeah, I do play golf, but I, I feel like I'm more – knowledgeable about football i watch football more than i watch golf so yeah i'm, I'm really excited to talk about football last football show we did was uh previewing the super bowl um mm-hmm. last time you were on was I, I think we were right in the middle of city tournaments uh with a, one of our our city summaries so good to have you back i know it's been a second um all right let's get right into it uh you know right before we started recording i, I was just mentioning to you that um you know, the quarterback play in the NFL is is so critical to a team's success. Um, I think it's still the most important position in sports. Um, I, I can't remember a time the last, I don't know, five years, ten years in the NFL where I felt like there's been more bad quarterback play than we've seen this season. Is that a fair take or do you, do you see it another way? I mean, I think visually it looks worse. I I think that maybe if you dive a little deeper, we're disrespecting defenses a little bit in the defensive schemes that they're coming up with to, you know, take care of some of the schemes that the offenses have, have you know, dealt with in the last five years or so. But it's kind of like an ebb and flow. If you remember, I mean, a lot of times offenses are really, really good, you know, for a couple of years because they figured out a new way to to manipulate the defenses and then defenses catch up and, you know, you have guys coming from teams that that have worked, you know, with these offensive coordinators and seen the way that it works. So then they kind of trickle that out into their coaching tree and and then you got to find new ways. So uh, I think visually, yes, it's looked worse. I think some guys look great. Um, obviously, you know, the cream is kind of rising to the top, you know, you know, your guys that can adapt and and deal with any of the defensive schemes that they come into. But uh, I'm not sure if it's that people are worse. I just think that defenses are playing better. It does seem like, you know, overall scoring is down this season mm-hmm. compared to previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like we've got a lot of games that are, you know, 6-3 at the half, and they end up being 17-14 kind of games. And, and mm-hmm. overall, that feels different. Um, it, it It's interesting. We have, we have a lot of good teams that have – some poor quarterback play this season. Um, you know, I, we were talking about the Jets before we went live. They're a perfect example of, I think, a really good roster. They build a really good roster, but Zach Wilson is clearly holding them back, um, as evidenced by their their loss to the Patriots. Um, and he vice versa. does not think he is. does not think he is, which is a clear self-awareness issue, um, yeah. which, who knows, we might, we might be seeing Mike White as early as this weekend, and 
Um, yep. I, th- I think I think they might be that might be scarier with Mike White out there as we we saw how well he played last year, um, and, and then also vice versa. We see a lot of bad teams that have had um, you know some signs that maybe they got a, a good quarterback or um, it's it's a younger guy that's displaying some of the qualities you want to see as a future franchise quarterback, Justin Fields. Um, uh, so. You know, you, you, you get you run the whole gamut here, but I mean, I did this exercise today of, of sort of going through my rankings, and and I said I, I basically gave each team a either passing or fail grade at quarterback, and I only came up with fourteen guys that I felt like are playing above average football. Um, I know I'm, I don't I know your your exercise is maybe slightly different than me, but again, that just feels way low when half the league is playing quarterbacks playing subpar. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what that is besides the defense. Um, we've seen guys like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Those are the three, I guess, superstars who, you know, have not played anywhere near the level that they've played the last few years. Um, I think Wilson might be the most startling step back of, of the three. I mean, he has been objectively terrible this season. I think we're starting to to hear a lot of things trickle out of, you know, Seattle's locker room now that he's gone and, you know, that they don't just want to protect him. You know, maybe he's not as as much of the golden boy as what he he puts off all the time. Um, And and this this report that he's calling Seattle's audibles in week nine or week 10 of the NFL season, either he's not studying well or, or he's getting confused which is odd for a guy that's getting paid that much money and was thought to be you know a cerebral quarterback I mean it's not like he's considered a physical quarterback he's not large his arm is good but he he just doesn't seem the same this year and and I don't think physically he could have lost that much I mean it's got to be attitude so that's more concerning honestly yeah plus he's just He's kind of fucking weird too. I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really ventured sure. into some weird, some weird behavior this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the also, I, I didn't mention uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback Matt Stafford. I mean, he's had injuries. His offensive line has been terrible. Um, not a lot of weapons, but he hasn't looked good either. Um, so it's just it's been interesting. Uh, who are the guys that have really impressed you? I mean, there's some obvious ones out there that maybe have really taken a huge jump forward this year. Uh, Hertz obviously impresses me. I, I spent most of last year. I think we did that. Uh, your quarterbacks in the playoffs last yep. year ranking, and he was either second or third from the bottom for me. And and certainly he's played great. And he, he's disproven me. I'm not saying that I'm one over yet, but but he has impressed me. Um, two has impressed me. Honestly, I don't know if it's scheme or or if it's just the two has finally kind of calmed down and it has gotten it a little bit more. Um, but he has impressed me. Um, and I think we'll get into some more people as we go through our rankings here. Yeah. Those were the two that jumped, jumped out at me that the guys that I wouldn't have had in anywhere near a top 10 list prior to the season. Um, I, I did talk about Hertz. I, I, I do have to count this as a win for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But in uh, pre, the preseason show with Tim, I, I said, watch out for Hertz, watch out for the Eagles. Um, I didn't see them playing this well. Um, his accuracy has gotten a lot better. Uh, I think that was something notable last year, when he, especially in the playoff game. I felt like he was missing open guys. But 
that offense seems to fit him. They have built an offense that fits his skill set. What a novel idea uh, by offensive guys starting to do that. Uh, Nick Sirianni seems to, to at least have built a system that fits his skill set, and they have really good players. Um, and Tua, um, I couldn't have been more wrong about him now. It helps to have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. It's probably the mm. fastest set of receivers that have ever hit the field together. Um, For sure. I mean, Tyreek Hill's having a historic year as a wide receiver. However, I mean, Tua's been good. I mean, he's been accurate, and he's he's done exactly what that offense has needed him to do. Now, now he just has to stay on the field. I mean, it kind of feels like he's one hit away from maybe missing the season if he gets another concussion. Um, but those two guys stood out to me. Geno Smith, uh, you know, left for dead a couple yeah. times. I mean, that's probably the most shocking thing mm-hmm. um, quarterback-wise we've seen this year. I mean, he's been one of the five or six best quarterbacks in the league. Um yeah. So yeah, that's that. That was one of the other ones that I had on my list. He's not going to make my top ten for one game, but he's been one of the ten best guys this season. Um, Agreed. Let's talk about the. Let's just let's hit the Colts for a second. Um, as a Colts guy, um, I you know we were we kind of you made a comment on, on social, and I kind of sarcastically wrote something back about Jeff Saturday. Um, <laughs> you you obviously seem to. Well, I don't want to make any assumptions. How do you feel about the Saturday move? Just the state of the Colts uh, midway through the season here. I think the state of the Colts is atrocious, but I mean, I can, I'm I'm not gonna say either thing about the Jeff Saturday. I, I I don't lean either way really. I mean, I think he needs to be given an opportunity to prove himself. Was he the first person that should have been in line for the job? Probably not. But now that he's there, I mean. You know, we got to give him a fair shake. Maybe this works out. Maybe it doesn't. But, you know, what I was saying is is somebody had made a comment about, you know, him saying that he was a leader, a man, and, and you had made a comment. And I really do think in that locker room he can be. You know, I mean, I think he's very well respected in that locker room. And if he gets the right offensive uh, coaches and the defensive coaches around him, certainly his job is to manage men, not necessarily build the offensive uh game plan or the defensive game plan it's to manage the entire operation and he may be able to do that now at the same time i think you could absolutely be right i mean he could just this could be just a little sideshow at the end of this year and and then maybe the colts try to figure something out or maybe it works out i don't know but the way that the colts are now it's it's terrible i mean who cares that who cares yeah i I was going to say, is it, maybe it's a Ted Lasso situation. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he comes, comes in, he just motivates guys and, mm-hmm. you know, tries to make everyone happy and play better. Uh, you know, for me, it's just the Colts, they, they got to fix the quarterback position after this season. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't remember what the Matt Ryan contract situation is. I don't know if it was just a one-year deal. I, I, I'm not sure um, what, what he has left on his contract. But, um, I mean, they've been trying to get this right since Andrew Luck retired. Um, you know, they have some, some options out there. Uh, maybe they just want to trade for someone like Derek Carr and keep going down this path. Um, but I feel like that's, that's just something that they, they got to figure out one way or the other this off season. Um, but I'll be interested to see. I still think there's some talent there. Um, all I know is that the Jeff Saturday situation, it, it brought Bill Cower to tears, and that made me laugh incredibly hard. Actually, the whole fallout from the Jeff Saturday thing was yeah. the best. It was the best yes. thing this season. <laughs> I agree. It's, 
It was fantastic. All right. Let's uh, let's let's get into our list here. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about as far as you know mm-hmm. these guys, you know how they're built and, and and why we have them ranked in a certain spot. But uh, top ten quarterbacks we would pick for one single game. Uh, you know, if it was a playoff game, Super Bowl game, whatever. Um, who do you have at number ten? Number ten, I have Dak. Okay. Uh, I have Dak because he has a veteran presence. Um, I don't think he makes a lot of mistakes, and he can somewhat use his legs. So uh, I pick Dak because everybody that I have below him, I just don't trust at all this year. So he just kind of slid into that 10 spot. No, I, I was watching – them play the Packers a couple weeks ago, and obviously the Cowboys are good. I mean, they are a real contender. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like their team a lot, and I, more than I thought I would. But um, I, I mean, it's kind of interesting. They he ran a lot more, scrambled a lot more early in his career, even mm-hmm. some design runs. I you don't see that very often. I kind of like to see them build that back into the offense for him because he is athletic. He can pick up some, you know easy cheap yards with some of those design runs. Um, I have Dak on my list, but I have him a little higher. Um, my number 10 is uh, Tua. Uh, Tua is number 10 for me. Um, and, uh, obviously, based on his play this year, he is tops in many statistical categories, uh, rating, uh, percent, uh, completion percentage, um, pretty much all the efficiency measures. He is right there, number one or number two. Um, again, Great offense, an offense that's built for him, uh, an offensive mind that built that offense. So he's he's got a lot of great pieces around him, but he's doing exactly what he needs to do. Now, if I had Tua starting for me in a playoff game, um, and, and shout out to my friend Drew Davis if he's listening, huge Dolphins guy. I don't I don't know how great I'd feel about it if I was going against defense, um, say like the Cowboys who could really rush the passer. Um, might, might make me a little nervous, but, uh, I, I guess I, I don't want to, I can't really say much until I see him in that situation this season in, in a playoff game. Do you have two on your list? I do. Okay. Go ahead with number nine. I have Lamar at number nine and mm-hmm. I, I think Lamar could be higher. Uh, I, I think Lamar has the ability to be better than a lot of the people that are above him. My issue with Lamar, and if we're talking about a single game, is Lamar just doesn't seem to me to always have the ability to make the throw when it absolutely has to happen. And I just don't think that those running lanes are always going to be there. It's been proven that that's been the case. So for me, you know, I, I think he's an excellent quarterback. I think he's proved every single person that doubted him in the draft wrong, obviously. Uh, but for me, the eight people above him, I would trust uh, their arms in a situation that they had to make that throw uh, more than him. Okay, that's fair. I, I have Lamar on my list. He's higher. Um, he, he got his first playoff win last year, right? Finally, mm-hmm. got the monkey off his back. But those are all fair criticisms. Um um, I'll talk about him a little more when we get to him. Uh, my number nine is uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, obviously, he's been one of the three or four best players or quarterbacks this season. Um, I just need to see a little more before I can rank him in front of these guys as far as trustworthiness in a playoff game. Didn't play great in his in his one game last year. 
I know he's a different player now. Um, by the way, he's far exceeded anything I ever thought he'd be in the NFL coming out of mm-hmm. Al- Alabama, then Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I expect him to, to climb as he, you know, just gets more experience. But for right now, I haven't been ever high. That surprises me. Uh, I thought he would be much, much higher on your list. Uh, I have him at number eight. So that was where I thought we would have our first disagreement. And I cannot believe that I have him higher than you. I, I'm so surprised. Uh, you know, a lot of surprising things when I was doing the stats about Hertz and really looking at his stats makes me want to put him higher. But for all the reasons you said are the reasons he's at number eight, but he has thrown 15 touchdowns, three interceptions this year. So it's not as if he's been prone to making huge mistakes. He's completing 68% of his passes, which was probably the most astounding stat to me. I I never looked at him as, as a guy that was, uh, you know, accurate necessarily. Uh, He's rushed for 440 yards, which is nothing to cough at. And he's has eight rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, he's having, I would say statistically the best year of any of the quarterbacks on this list, but I don't know that again, obviously with where I put him and I guess with where you put him, we kind of see him the same, but he's having a great year. And I think he has potential to ascend to, to be much higher, which as you've already said is so much better than what I ever expected him to be in the NFL. And uh, his running ability, as you mentioned, I mean, it's uh, it's it makes him a true dual, dual threat. There's been a couple games this year where I know he's had close to 100 yards. Um, always a threat in the red zone for, for running the ball as well, as we saw uh, to end of the Colts game the other day. Um, yeah, I, I'm hugely impressed. I just need to see more from him. Um, number eight, I have Dak. Um, I kind of half hearted about it. This is where I struggled the most at the bottom of, of the top 10. Um, you know, he's he's one of those guys where I feel like he, he gets kind of streaky. Like, the other day against the Vikings, like, that's that's Dak almost hitting the ceiling. I mean, he's he's making all the throws and, um, you know, it's, I, I you, you can easily go the other way with him, though, where um, it feels like if he loses confidence, he makes some shaky throws, like the playoff game last year against San Fran. Um, some of the decisions he made there at the end of that game uh, weren't ideal, uh, to say the least. But again, I don't know. I just I feel I feel some sort of solid presence with him uh, if he were my quarterback. Um, just some sort of trustworthiness. Again, I trust experience um, uh, with this one game situation. Maybe more than I should, um, but that's 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 why I place Dak a little bit higher than Hurts in two. Uh, number seven. Fair enough. I have two at seven. Um, he's just really impressed me this year. Uh, he's young, but he just seems to make good decisions. You know, he has twenty two hundred and sixty five yards playing only eight games. Uh, I, I think if you put that out yards per game, he would he would be in second second or so place uh, in overall yards. He has 18 touchdowns, only three interceptions, and he's completing 71% of his passes. So uh, to me, I mean, I just think he's having a fantastic year and obviously goes with the game plan. Yes, he has. He has Waddle and he has Hill. And, you know, you're talking about 
you know, what happens if he plays Dallas's defense that, that blitzes a lot. And the thing is, is he just throws quick passes to Waddle or to Hill, which leaves less people in the backfield for them to have to run around to score touchdowns. So I think, I truly actually think that those two guys negate a lot of blitzes because you, you just can't, you can't have everybody in front of them. And then you got two or three people behind the minute they catch the ball, they're gone. So, uh, I would trust Tua, and and I think this is the point in the list that everything after this, we're talking about guys that you feel fairly comfortable with at this point that that they're going to bring the game to you. So I think this is kind of, you know, on, on every list we've ever had, there's like a line of like, okay, here's where we get to like the people that, that we're really thinking about. And I think this is the line right here. Okay. I um I completely agree about I mean you're right that's that's a great point about the quick passing game um, and, and again the 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 skill players for the Dolphins are perfectly suited for that I mean Tyreek Hill is I mean I don't I don't know if a guy that's just more terrifying to um, go against your team I mean when the Bears played them a couple of weeks ago I mean they they basically gave him 15 yards because they were just terrified of him going deep, mm-hmm. uh, which you can, that's why maybe the knock against two is arm strength. You know, he can't really get it down the field the way he needs to for these, these guys, but quick passing game has been devastating for them this year. Um, all right. Number seven, this is, I, I kind of struggle with these two. I have Justin Herbert at number seven and I love Justin Herbert. Um, I ranked him this low because although I, I know like I said, I think I think I said this one of the podcasts last year that he might be the second or third most just talented quarterback from a skill set. I, I put him up there with Mahomes and Allen. Um, his arm strength is ridiculous. He has athletic ability. He makes throws that I just don't see other guys make. I just I just again, it's a maybe it's a Chargers thing. Like every Chargers game feels the same, every Chargers season feels the same, and so maybe that's weighed down my my feeling about Herbert um, in this organization. Is he's kind of become one of those typical Chargers players where he makes these wild plays, but then he's made some 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 bonehead interceptions at times. Um, so for for me, if if I needed a quarterback for one game, he'd fall here because although he has the talent to win any game, he just, again, may, might just be a little bit more experienced that I would need from him to, to rank him higher. So Justin Herbert, number seven for me. That's very surprising to me. I, I'm i looking at the rest of my list and I'm trying to figure out who you put above him that's not on my list. So... Huh. I'll I'll go ahead with my number six because you've already talked about him and it's Lamar Jackson. Um, okay. I I oh, swap I swap I swap these two, Lamar and Herbert, quite a bit at six and seven. Um, I, I lean on Lamar because I just I, I I trust his dual threat ability more. Although, again, he's not got a great playoff record. Um, I've. I just feel like again, he's this is his fifth season. He's learned a lot from from his failures and playoffs. Um, he's not having like a standout season. I would say it's a solid season right now. Um, I just wish I wish the Ravens had a few more guys around him uh, to really help him. You know, besides you know Mark Andrews, and um, they really can't run the ball. But uh, if we're just talking about from a player, a quarterback standpoint, I, I, I still I still like Lamar a lot. So that's why I have him here. 
Who's your number six? I have Tom Brady at number six. Um, I think Tom is regressing. I think we're seeing the first time that he has slightly physically regressed. Now, mentally, obviously, he's not regressing. He's going through a lot, I would say, personal life-wise. But, um, you know, just on experience, being a veteran, and decision-making alone, I don't think he could be any lower than six on this list. Um, I would trust the game in Tom Brady's hands, obviously. The five people above him, I just think physically are better at this point, and I trust them mentally as much, enough as much for the physical tools to outweigh his regression at at the moment. There's got to be a part of him that wishes he just would have stayed retired, right? No. No? I think he – no. For this Bucks team? No. I I think he loves football. So Look at what he's done. I mean, he – obviously him coming back to football ruined his marriage, and he knew that was going to happen. Uh, He had to have. He's not a dumb man. So I could see him playing another five years and trying it. There's – obviously – if if his family is not what he wanted his identity to be for for the near future, he obviously chose football over that. There could be more things below it that does not make him a bad guy, but football is his identity. He's the greatest of all time. That's always how he's going to be remembered is as a football player. And it's football – I just think he loves football and the team aspect of it so much that he's going to go down until literally his arm falls off. And I'm fine with that. He he's earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair assessment. Yeah. Um, so you have Brady at six. Who's your five? Rogers is five. And I think that that surprises you. Uh, I think you thought he was going to be higher. And I still <laughs> do think that, you know, he's an excellent quarterback and he has looked rough this year. He lost Devonta Adams, which was a majority of the, the the targets that he threw to last year. And Devonte is good enough to make it happen. But, you know, he has not gelled well with, with the wide receivers that he has so far this year, aside from maybe Christian Watson in the last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive line has looked terrible to me. I mean, it just looks like he's, running for his life at all times or getting sacked or unhappy about play calls. So obviously there's some issue there. Um, You know, I I watch him on the McAfee show every Tuesday and his attitude just leaves me at ease. I mean, it's not as if, you know, he's out there angry at everybody, you know, he's just telling people to relax and everything will be fine. And there's, there's a calming aspect to somebody who has played forever, who has achieved so much that now is just kind of like still has that fire, but, has realized that it's just doesn't, it's not everything anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's just calmly condescending to his teammates. Yeah, sure. (laughs) But I mean, they calmly need to start playing better. I mean, it's not as if the the two time MVP just automatically lost it in a year. That doesn't, it doesn't happen. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I, I don't know. I, I, so Brady has changed the the way we think about quarter older quarterbacks, aging quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But historically, it's like 
37, 38. I mean, normally these guys are done. Um, I mean, I, I haven't put it out of the possibility. And I say this as a Bears fan, and I, I can't stand the Packers and can't stand Packers quarterbacks going back since I was a kid, um, both of them. But, I, I mean, I, I'm not discounting that he may just have he may just be washed. I mean, uh, but oh, he's not washed. I've, have you, I've, I've, I mean, he still he can still he make looks, every throw. Sure, but he he looks he just so looks, is his brain gone. I mean, I guess I don't, I don't understand. Know. Like, he, what, I what would make him washed if he? I just want I just make every throw. Sure, I'm just I'm telling you what think. my eyes are seeing this season. Sure, and, and yeah, Thursday, I, the Thursday night game against the Titans, like he did not he did not look good. I mean, I'm mean, being his life. I no quarterback that. looks good when they're running for their life. I understand that. I understand. I watched that. Patrick Mahomes look atrocious in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers. I mean, like he should not have even played the next year. <laughs> he was that bad in the Super Bowl. I'm just, I'm just making a point that, yeah, Rodgers may, after the season, he may, um, he may come back and and, and mm-hmm. win MVP next year. I, I just think there's a chance that there. Like Matt Stafford looks like he's washed this year. Russell Wilson looks. I mean, all these older quarterbacks this year just not been. It's not been their year. Um, I still well, have Matt Roger Stafford and Russell Wilson do not belong in the same sentence as Aaron Rodgers when we're talking about spectrum of greatness of quarterbacks. I'm not, I'm I mean, not comparing. I'm not comparing the resume or skill. I'm just making a point that sometimes it's just like a, a flip switches um, or sw- switch flips here. Um, <laughs> On these guys that are in their mid to late thirties, I mean, Rogers is saying done. You know, he's yeah, thirty, and that's fair. But and you could see it with Manning. I mean, you could see his arm was mm-hmm. gone. I mean, mm-hmm. gone, and and you can see it a little bit with with uh, with Brady that, that his deep ball just isn't quite there anymore. And as we were talking before, you know, it, you don't see it with Russell Wilson that his throws aren't there. With him, it seems to be mental. But with Rodgers, I mean, everything's still there. It's just he's constantly running for his life, and he hasn't meshed well with any of the young wide receivers. So, you know, that makes it awfully difficult. I think we forget that maybe like three or four years ago before Devontae Adams like really ascended, you know, he kind of had a struggling year there too when, you know, he didn't quite have the receivers. So receivers are are really a lot of everything which is why russell wilson's not getting a pass he, he has judy he has sutton he has multiple oh, weapons yeah. so so this is not an, an issue of weapons here you know it's and this is also why like guys like trevor lawrence it's time for him to step up because they paid kirk all that money and he's actually somewhat living up to that hype so i just don't think for me, when you say the words washed, Rodgers does not belong in that category. And I still don't think Brady belongs in that category. Peyton just, Manning, I, his last year was washed. I said he's may, my favorite quarterback ever. Maybe. It's, no. it's worse. It's worse. It's it's just, I'm, it's on my radar. He's on the wash radar. I have him higher than you do on the rankings. So it's not like I am, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm just saying if I had to pick a quarterback for a game today, he's still high in my rankings, but I, I, I'm concerned about his, um, his, he is not one of my top 10 players this year. I mean, no, uh, I mean, quarterbacks, I'm sorry, quarterbacks this year. I mean, yeah. he's, he's just, he's not been good. Um, but again, I still have confidence in him. So that was your number five pick. My number five okay. pick was, uh, Tom Brady was my number five. Um, I echo a lot of what you said there. 
Um, uh, I feel I, every week I'm just waiting for this Bucks team to get going, and it's you know they had a good game against the Seahawks in Germany. Um, we'll see if that propels them forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I feel like you know what you're getting with Brady as long as he gets you know reasonable protection. Um, it seems like he's got a little bit of that getting the ball out early kind of thing this year. It doesn't seem like he's loving getting hit. Um, but again, he's 45 years old. Um, right mm-hmm. in front of him, uh, right in front of him, I do have Aaron Rodgers at four. Um, so I, I struggled a little bit, but uh, for me, there was all the reasons we talked about why he'd be there. Um, amazing experience. Um, could still make all the throws. Um, he's got that chip on his shoulder. Um for life, I'm sure. Uh, and and I, I like that in a big game. Now, his playoff record is not good. I, I, I knew, I, by the way, I knew the Aaron Rodgers thing was going to be just the biggest point of contention. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I haven't ranked tires. I want to be clear. Um, I mean, but you do. But this guy has lost a lot of playoff games as a favorite, a home favorite, like last year against the Niners. Um, so, I talk about experience a lot, but he's he's had a lot of letdowns in the playoffs. It's been mm-hmm. pretty disappointing the last couple of years, especially when the Packers mm-hmm. had a really good team around him. Um, I think we can close the book on Rodgers here in this discussion. Uh, who'd you have at number four? Number four, I have Justin Herbert. I'm, sh- I'm shocked you had him this high. Shocked. Really? Yeah. I I honestly could have put Justin Herbert at two. I, I think he's that good. I We're talking about not what he's done this year with no wide receivers, zero wide receivers. Keenan Allen's played two games and is not, honestly. If you want to talk about a guy that might be washed, it's Keenan Allen, and that's very sad for me to say. Uh, Mike Williams has, has played two games, just came back, did not look himself yesterday. Um, I think, I mean, Herbert has thrown for 2,700 yards, 16 touchdowns, seven interceptions on 66% passing. And he hasn't had his top two wide receivers the entire year. Is I think his top target is it might be Everett in all honesty. So I just think that uh, for me, I think any of, of the two, three, and four are almost interchangeable. I think a, a discussion could be made for any of those positions of who I have there um, to all be interchanged. Uh, uh, for me, I just put him here because the two above him and obviously number one, um, I just think that with how they're playing this year and overall how I feel about them would just put them higher at this point. But it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if in five years we're saying Herbert's the best quarterback on this list. So uh, I just think he has every tool you can possibly imagine. Uh, yeah. So I I, I agree with you. The ceiling is there for sure. I I disagree with the biggest shock of this to me is going to be, is going to be you having him at seven. I, that's, we we said today, I, you know, I, I just, again, I, the talent, I put him in the top three or four, but I, Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think he's interchangeable right now with the guys that that are two and three on the list. Okay. Okay. Who do you got at three? Who do you have at four? Rogers. Oh, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, three, I have Allen. And uh, hmm. 
<laughs> I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling because yeah, I, had, I mean, I know your you love know, for the you, guy number you two. Know, you know, is he number two or is he number one? So, I have Alan, and and my my reasoning behind Alan is is simply, I just think he makes more mistakes than than the two people above him. He he certainly is a better runner than the two people above him, mm-hmm. um, but he also only passed for sixty four percent, which you know isn't terrible. It's not like that's you know below the Mendoza line if we're talking about baseball, but uh, but we are talking about you know. 21 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He does rush 483 yards, and certainly that's going to help you. But uh, he is I mistake. Just, I, he is mistake prone. He has he, he's he's leading the NFL in interceptions. That's concerning. Well, I think that he's just he's like the most far guy that's in the league right now. He's just very gunslinger like and very very exciting to watch. I mean, I he might be my favorite guy to watch in, in the NFL. He, he's super fun to watch. I mean. You have no idea what he's going to do uh, from one play to the next. I mean, and and he just yeah. barrels people over when he's running, which is awesome to see. I, I don't know if you saw that, but he threw the interception the other day. He hurt his, he has this hurt right elbow. Throws an interception the other day, and then like as the guy is like going down, he like jumps into the middle of a pile to like hit the guy as he's going down with his lead right shoulder. And you're just sitting there thinking. I mean, obviously, this guy loves football and the passion's awesome, but you might want to just tone it down a little bit here. You know, you're you're the you're the franchise here, and yeah, true football. But guy. I, I do love to see it, though. I mean, yes, he is a true football guy. He is so fun to watch. There's no doubt about yeah, it. I mean, I believe just to watch just physically imposing. Uh, like you said, he doesn't doesn't take shit out there and yeah I mean, he doesn't try to slide or run out of bounds he's taking guys on that's 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 awesome to see it's an old school mentality huge. Uh, huge um huge arm i mean we've seen him make some some of those just unbelievable throws i i yeah i i hate that i i know it's sort of his mentality i hate the, the interceptions um you know the fumble against the, the Vikings to, to lose that game, uh, you know, part, part of the reason they lost that game, the fumble at the one yard line. But yeah, some of the mistakes I, I would, I would prefer him not to have at this point. Um, I mean, he was probably the MVP if you took a poll three weeks ago, but the last three weeks have, have kind of hurt him, but I, I have him at number three as well. Um, I really, I mean, this was my biggest debate, him and the guy at number two. I, I really went back and forth quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, he hasn't won the game yet in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like these other two guys have in front of them, you know, there's a game to get to the game and I just have to see that, but love Josh Allen. Um, so number two, I'll go, uh, I have Joe Burrow. Um, Burrow's just, just awesome. He's just an awesome football player, and you know he's 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 had some games this year where he's thrown multiple picks, but you can always count on him throwing three or four touchdowns in that same game because it seems like he's um, if he has a, a poor start, he can really figure out a way to make up for it, correct his mistakes. Um, he just I don't know, man. He just makes the plays. He's 
makes all the throws. You know, he's got great skill guys around him in Cincinnati. I think he's weighed down by a bad head coach myself. I don't really believe in Zach Taylor, mm -hmm. probably as a human being too. Um, but uh, no, I love, I love Burrow. I, um, he's, he, at minimum, he, I think he's number three on this list, but I have met two. I'll be interested to see if you have him higher. I don't. I have him at two. I, okay. It's impossible to have him higher. Okay. Um, I think that I, now I will say this. I do think that that he. I mean, obviously, Mahomes is number one. We we now know that on both of our lists, Mahomes is number one, and it's hard to not have him at number one. Um, but I do think that when it's all said and done. Burrow might wind up having a better career than Mahomes. And and I know that you think that's a hot take, and I don't think that's the first time that I've said this. Uh, I truly do believe that. I think that the one thing I love about Burrow is, is his attitude and that he's shown that he can play in cold weather and succeed. And, and I think that's such uh, – Allen also has that, that he plays in cold weather. I, I just think that – that is such an advantage over the teams that have to come in there. And if if the Bengals, who are an ascending team, I mean, I know that they went to the Super Bowl last year, but nobody thought that they were going to. You know, that was kind of a surprise. So, you know, this year and maybe the next coming years after that are kind of supposed to be their window, uh, at, at least this window. Um, it's going to be kind of like Foxborough used to be where teams are going to be coming in there and it's going to be cold in January and it's going to be hard to win there. So uh, I really do think that he has kind of the way that the team is built with Higgins and Boyd and, and chase that, you know, he has all the weapons that he needs. Um, I, I really do think he's set up for, a significant amount of success like you said if he can get a coach in there that you know can kind of maximize his talents and you know uh bring a scheme in there that that, that fits him the best i truly do think that he could have one of the better careers uh that's ever been had i just really really like him yeah i think that's what makes it even more impressive is i think he's i really do think he's weighed down by zach taylor's I know they went to the Super Bowl last year, but, um, which sometimes makes me wonder about the importance of head coaching in the NFL and if it's more of a coordinator-driven league more than anything, especially offensively. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on most of those takes. Um, I, I don't think he's going to have a better career than Mahomes because Mahomes is on his absolute historic pace statistically. Um, and we'll talk about it in a second. I just don't. I don't think he can. I don't. I don't. I don't see him at the same level. Like, I guess it could change. Um, something could change over the next five years. But um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm super impressed by Burrow. Great player. Again, I coming out of LSU as a number one pick. I thought he'd be good. I didn't expect him to be this good. So. You know, I mean, he's completing sixty nine percent of his passes, uh, and still. Still, you know, as we talked about last year, still getting sacked as much as any quarterback in the league. So still constantly under duress. And that's, you know, that to me is even more impressive. And we were talking about Allen's ability to rush. But if we're just talking about rushing touchdowns, Burrow and Allen both have four rushing touchdowns this year. So I, I doubt, you know, that I'm not saying that Burrow's the rusher that Allen is, but if, if touchdowns are the metric of a quarterback, a running quarterback, or however you want to say it, um, 
I mean, that's that's another thing he has going for him. I just like his decision-making as well and his accuracy. I just think he's maybe the most accurate quarterback in the league. And That's fair. Very accurate. All right, number one, uh, Pat Mahomes. We both have him. Um, <laughs> I feel like his floor is just it, – it's – higher than anyone else's um, i can always i always know what i'm getting with him uh sunday night game against the chargers you know they get a late score around i don't know 140 left and then my first thought was there's no way there's no way they're going to win this game too much time and it makes it look so easy um again all 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 that being said with his offense and andy reed led you know coaching i mean and and all the skill guys they lost tyreek hill I mean, what the, the biggest deep threat in the league, that the league, and he's he's the MVP. I, I think it's wildly impressive. I feel like, you know, I'm a big NBA guy. I feel like we've gotten to the point where he's in that he's in that LeBron stage where you could you could argue that he could be MVP every year, probably the next two, three, four years, just statistically speaking. Um, you know, there's going to be some sort of voter fatigue, but I think he's well on his way to win the MVP this year. Um, he just has that he has that uncanny ability to, to make plays within the pocket, step up, get out of the pocket. He's terrifying when he gets out of the pocket. He's making plays on the run. Um, I don't know what else to say. I think he's ridiculous to watch, and I'm just amazed by him the more I watch him. I'm all about Pat Mahomes. Yeah, he's ever since – you know, I remember when they were playing Alex Smith and you were hearing rumblings of just wait until next year, you know, Mahomes is going to come out. And, you know, even I, I believe Alex Smith was like, yeah, I'm not going to be here next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He's just, he's pretty astonishing. And he just, like you said, without Tyreek Hill, uh, to honestly be having a better year this year than what he had last year. I I think what it is is last year people figured out the whole, you know, deep pass over the top game. And that's kind of Tyreek's bag, at least in that, that offense it was. Um, And then they kind of, you know, tooled around and, and worked a little bit more of the intermediate passing game, which has opened up, you know, the deep passing game. And he just looks so good. He just makes such good decisions. And he, he has that like kind of gunslinger aspect to him like Allen does with better decision making. Yeah. Um, and, and he does run better than what people give him credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he certainly is going to go down as, as a historical quarterback. I think already has, already would go down as a historical quarterback right now if something, you know, tragic were to happen. Um, but yeah, I, just, I mean, I think... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're okay. I just think he and Burrow are are the most set up to have outstanding, like, you know, extraordinary careers uh, with where they're set up now. Obviously, him with Andy Reid. That, that's the biggest thing for me that I'm interested to figure out. I'm not saying that he's a scheme quarterback. I'm not saying Mahomes is a scheme quarterback, but no. he has had Andy Reid his entire career, kind of like Brady had uh, uh, Belichick. And, and I'm not saying that Brady was Brady because of Belichick, but I'm saying that the two combined together, almost like the Power Rangers are like, you know, this ultimate force that, you know, 
really just seem to really mesh well together and produce the best of each other. So, you know, if at some point he doesn't have Andy Reid and he, you know, is capable of performing as well or better, uh, I mean, I think that can only help his legacy if he has Andy Reid the entire time and wins three or four more Super Bowls. I mean, his legacy is going to be just fine like that as well. So, uh, and he's a likable guy, which makes it all the much better. For his career, he's he's basically got a four to one touchdown to interception ratio. So, mm. tons of touchdowns, few mistakes. Uh, this year, in fact, he's right at four to one, twenty eight to seven mm-hmm. uh, touchdown to interception ratio on the year, averaging. Uh, per game, over 320 yards passing per game. Like I said, it, the floor is just so high for him. Um, you're shocked when when something happens where he doesn't have a good game, where he throws a couple of picks. Um, he's just he's just in the zone and he's unbelievable to watch. I was I was kind of was waiting for the uh, the Burrow piece where you were going to have him number one over Mahomes and we were going to have an issue. But uh, I'm glad we see eye to eye at least on that front. For the most part, the lists were similar. Um, you know, I think the Herbert factor was the biggest discrepancy, really, of, of all of them. But we had all the same guys in the top ten. We didn't have anyone mm-hmm. any different. We just had them order differently. Who's most likely for you that's not in that top ten to break into that list? Say, if you had to reevaluate middle of next season. Uh, wow. I think that's an even harder question, honestly, than, um, I mean, I don't dislike fields. I don't think he's a great passer, uh, but obviously his legs are crazy. Eventually they're going to figure that out though. And he's not gonna be able to run for 130 yards every game. So, I mean, uh, he is if he gets better as a passer. I also don't think he has much of a team around him either. So I would be very interested to see him with actual weapons. Uh, he's possible. Um, Cousins could could eventually make his way into that. The problem with this is that I don't necessarily trust Cousins in a big Nobody game. Does. So, Nobody does. So you know, and and I kind of wanted to talk about the guys that weren't on our list. Um, that were surprising and, and some of these guys could I think Stafford could find his way back onto the list if he starts playing better. I mean I don't it's it's hard to think that the guy that was a Super Bowl winning quarterback last year is not one of the 10 most trusted quarterbacks in the year this year. It's odd. It's been an yes. odd year for him. Uh the same with like Russell Wilson all of a sudden just disappearing and not being a good quarterback anymore. Uh with no evident like physical ailments whatsoever, just obvious mental deficiencies all of a sudden or maybe not all of a sudden but just now coming to light um i think trevor lawrence has a has a possibility to be good Mm -hmm. um and it seems like they're starting to get pieces around him but i still don't think the offensive line is all that great so they give him two or three more years just let it slow down just a little bit more for him he could be good yeah, I, I, Lawrence has the tools. I, he, again, I, I don't know what it is. Something seems like it's missing. I mean, added weapons. And there actually was one person that almost went on my list 
and this is probably the person that 100% will be on the list next year is probably Deshaun Watson. Uh, but I don't, I can't put him on the list right now because I, he hasn't played football in almost 18 months. So he might not, not be the same person, but if he is, he's obviously probably top five on this list. True. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was unbelievable for the Texans. Even when they got uh, really bad there at the end, he was still producing. Um, yeah, I I had Fields as as one of my guys that could break into this list. Of, uh, you know, it's not it's you could call it a homer pick, but it, it's not. I've I've seen I've seen enough. Um, yeah, the the passing is still a question mark, but I don't think that's totally on him. I think that's you know there was this argument as Bears fans after the first few games, we're like, Oh, let's, let's, let's design our offense a little bit more after the Ravens, more design runs. Now I feel like we've gotten too far that way that after this last game with the Falcons, when fields ran for 15 times, that, that to me, that was a little too much. Now he's banged up. Um, so I'd like to see that somewhere between seven and 10 uh, design runs, more passes. I need, I just want to see the last few games more, you know, 30 passes a game. I want, I, I just want to see them develop that a little bit more. And, and you're right. The, the line and the receivers aren't good. So it's kind of hard to judge where he's at here. Um, you know, guys that interest me, uh, I think I've seen, I've seen a couple games from Kenny Pickett that I feel like he might be decent. Um, you, you know, really early on in his career, um, he played really pretty, pretty well against the Bengals the other day, made some good throws. Um, Again, you're just trying to project here, um, Kyler. I, I, wow, what a what a 180 from maybe the middle of last year when the Cardinals were on a, on a run and he was an MVP candidate to to right now where he's becoming one of the more unlikable guys in the league. There's you know there's always some sort of argument he has with Cliff Kingsbury every week. It seems. Um, and his his play on the field is has been pretty inconsistent, and it seems like he's running less as well. And it's it seems like Kyler's really one of these guys that has fallen um, in the last year or so. I don't know what's going to happen with him, honestly. He uh, doesn't look good. I mean, I've never been a huge fan of Kyler Murray personally. Of I, I got. I think I had him pretty low down on our list last year. Um, what interests me is somebody went through uh, last year's games after Call of Duty was uh, released. I guess he's a big Call of Duty player, mm. and uh, basically, Call of Duty has what are called like double XP weekends, where you get more points and you can level your guns up and things like that. And they basically went and. And and looked at this his stats from when those weekends were where he would say like have been playing instead of studying and it was always had a terrible game during those points so that was kind of like the running joke for a while was that Kyler's struggling or or he's not getting his rehab done as quickly right now because the new Call of Duty's out and he's at home playing or which is always funny to me um, but no I I mean the whole Kingsbury thing and it's again like I was talking about earlier with you know it's an offense that nobody had seen before that they were kind of bringing from college and now we're seeing a little bit of the reasons as to maybe why previously it hasn't worked you, you don't have the space in the NFL that you do in college the athletes are just too 
fast. Mm-hmm. They just close space too much. So you're never going to have the same amount of space in the NFL that you do in college, no matter how you try to scheme it around. People just close much faster. Um, one of the things that I'm actually interested to hear your opinion on is the whole Garoppolo and Trey Lance situation. So, you know, it would not surprise me in the slightest if San Francisco goes out and wins Super Bowl this year. They look fantastic. They have every weapon in the book, and we obviously know that they have a defense. So what happens if they go and win the Super Bowl? This is the last year of Jimmy G's contract. You have to resign him, right? Yes. That's yeah. What is what a situation? I mean, like, I felt like they were going to win it last year. Um, they 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 had a, a lead against the Rams in the fourth quarter, blew that. Um, I I I I liked this team in the preseason with Lance, but then I I, I got to say I liked them better to win it all when mm-hmm. when Lance went down early and Garoppolo came in. Now he's had his issues. But it seems like he's rounding into form here. Like you said, the weapons after they got McCaffrey are ridiculous with Debo and Kittle. And, um, you know, Ayuk is finally starting to become a, a real trusted guy in that offense. The offensive line is great. And the defense is just it's scary good. Um, so, yeah, they could easily win it all. Man, what a situation. If that, if that takes place, what do you do with Jimmy G? I mean, you don't really know what you have with Trey Lance. That's the thing. I mean, um, you haven't. He just hasn't had enough time on the field. He had what the the first game against the Bears, and then he got hurt uh, in, the, in the second game. And we saw a little bit of him last season. You know, hugely athletic guy. Um, you know, just seems to be really raw, a bit inaccurate. Um, but it looks like some of the tools are there. But I don't know, man. Jimmy Jesus seems to work with this team. Seems to work with Shanahan's offense. Um, it'd be hard for them to say. Uh, goodbye if they somehow make a Super Bowl run. I guess they out of the NFC right now. I mean, that's the team I wouldn't want to play for sure. Oh, agreed, hundred percent. I I think they have as good of a chance as anybody to win Super Bowl. Honestly, they're just their defense is so nasty. And I mean, what does what does Garoppolo have to do? Dump the ball to dump the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Dump the ball to Debo. Throw it across the middle to Kittle. Every once in a while, take a deep pass to Ayuk. Hand the ball off 18 times to Eli Mitchell so that, you know, they don't have to run CMC into the ground and get him hurt. I mean, they, they're they insane. You know, we were talking about how defense is kind of like on the come up, but there are a few offenses that are really, really special this year. Uh, Miami's obviously pretty insane. Uh, San Francisco's pretty crazy. Um, and the one that actually surprises me, and I'm not saying they're necessarily like a great team, but I think offensively they just have insane firepower if they're clicking on all cylinders is Detroit. Detroit is crazy if they're – I mean, their offensive line is insanely good. They have two – they have a running back for every situation you can imagine. I mean, Jamal Williams is going to just smash into the end zone if you're at the goal line. And it <laughs> – Swift, if healthy and playing well, is is a firecracker on on anything. And uh, Amon Ra, St. Brown, I think, did I say his name right? I think I said his name right, is is one of the biggest surprises to me on any team. I didn't think anything of him coming out of the draft, and he's just, he's he's a stud. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, Detroit could... 
they can still sneak in uh, <laughs> as a wild card. I mean, they're not they're not out of it yet. Uh, I think yards yardage wise, I, I showed them a six ranked offense in the NFL. I mean, that's frankly pretty surprising. Uh, you know, golf is not the long term answer there. Uh, mm-hmm. Clearly, um, I don't know what their plans are. They're not. I don't know if they're really going to be high enough in the draft to consider any of those guys that are coming out, like a CJ Stroud or Bryce Young or Will Levis, or any of these guys. But uh, I, Dan Campbell's turned around. I, I, I like him. Um, that's a football guy right there for sure. Absolutely. Um, um, but it feels like he's changing the culture a little bit there. So good for him. Um, yeah, that was my last point was, was, was kind of talking about some of these guys coming into the draft or coming in the NFL through the draft. Uh, Stroud, Bryce Young, it seems like the Panthers and the Texans are going to probably be the top two picks. So in some order, those guys are going to go one, two. Um, I think Levis probably goes to the top 10. He seems to be a Josh Allen type, hugely uh, imposing physically. Um, I don't think he's had the best system in Kentucky there uh, to help him develop, but I think his raw talent alone will get him drafted in the top 10. Um, so we'll see if kind of what, what happens there from, from, from that standpoint, you guys come in the league, but Man, they're, uh, they're, I, I wouldn't be surprised if six or eight of the quarterbacks are starting now or not starting next year. I mean, um, who knows what happens with Zach Wilson. The situation in Washington with, with Heineke now uh, unseating Wentz, which clearly should have happened, you know, officially a while ago. Heineke's he's a good player. I don't know if you want him as your – I like Heineke. He's so fun to watch. He's yeah. so fun to watch. I mean, is he like a franchise guy? I don't know, but he wins games and he makes plays and it's entertaining. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll see if there's a lot of turnover with some of these starters going forward. Um, but, man, quarterback is always fascinating to to analyze. So it's fun to do that. I was looking at this, and, and one of the things I think that stood out to me is aside from Rodgers and Brady, these are all young guys. And for them to be, you know, for eight of the top 10 to be, I mean, Dak is, is a little getting a little more long in the tooth, but not necessarily. Um, I'd say the league is in a good place. If this is a quarterback's league, I'd say the league is in a fairly good place. Yeah. So that, that was one of the things that kind of stood out to me is that, you know, we, we had our era of, Manning, Rogers, Brady, Breeze, you know, and I think everybody was a little bit concerned. You throw Roethlisberger in there and Rivers, you know, I think everybody was a little bit concerned that that the quarterback play was going to go down after that. That was the golden era of quarterbacks. And, and to me, it was. I mean, that's when I think of a quarterback, I think of a guy that sits in the pocket and and just slings it out there. But the game's changing and and these are our eight great guys that I think really are going to make the game exciting for the next 10 or 15 years. So, yeah, yeah. no, I'm with you. I think it is a good, a lot of, a lot of guys between the age of 22 and 26 or seven, that mm-hmm. it's going to be fun to watch them, them grow and get better here. Um, all right, Zach quarterback breakdown, top 10, all that uh, fun to talk about all that with you tonight. And, uh, Look forward to the next time you come on. Yeah, excellent. I had a great time. Your best bets on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Check out our YouTube channel as well. We should have a couple shows next week uh, as well. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll catch you next time.